Welcome to Lessons from Sweet Valley, the podcast where we re-examine the Sweet Valley High series one book at a time and determine what lessons, if any, we can learn from them. My name is Kat Thomas, and today we are discussing book 22, Too Much in Love. My guest today is a DC-based artist and cartoonist whose work can be seen in the New Yorker Daily Shouts and many other places, including certain street corners, Dana Mayer. Hi, Dana. Hi, how are you? Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> how are you? I'm, I'm good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, what, three days before Election Day? <laughs> that days. is my big question, you being yeah. in DC, because when this airs, it will be post-Election Day which is weird to think about, but it's currently three days and you're in DC. And what's the vibe like? Do you feel the energy is different in the city right now? Um, Well, everybody's at home because of COVID. So it's kind of hard to say. It'd be be different, I think, if it was, you know, we weren't in this pandemic. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm actually signed up to be a poll worker. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Have you done that before? No, no, never. Um, but you know, everybody needed poll workers this year, so I figured I'd uh, I'd sign up. It was a, you know, a way I could be helpful and also not be glued to my computer the whole night uh, watching the returns. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about high school a little bit. What was your high school life like? Uh, I was a total spaz. I think is the yeah. way I would describe myself. I would like freak out about all sorts of things that were, you know, in retrospect, like high school bullshit. I mean, I guess most people are doing that. So oh yeah. You know, I have all these journals from high school and it's like, it, they're, they're unreadable because, you know, yeah. how it is. I can relate. I mean, I think these books, they do get it right. There are just, there's so many emotions in high school, many irrational, right. and <laughs> that's yeah. just how it is. <laughs> so were you like an artist in high school at all? I was thinking. Yeah, about- I was editor of the school paper at one point. Wow. Um, very, within me. Yeah. very Elizabeth of you. Yeah, because of newspaper, I, I really liked doing graphic design work. And I always liked to draw, so I thought I'd become a graphic designer. And then I took more to uh, illustration when I was in art school. So that was my official major. So yeah, I was one of the, the art kids. Yeah, tell me a little more about the kind of work that you do. Well, let's see. Uh, yes, yeah, so I do um, cartoons regularly. I mean, that's not my full-time job. Uh, my day, I work as a um, UX designer for a ad tech company. But yeah, usually it's, I mean, I'm not like a hired New Yorker cartoonists, it's just like whenever I have ideas, I send them off and mostly they either get rejected, but occasionally you get them accepted. And that's yeah, so that's how it works. You just you send them something and then they either say like, yay or nay, it's going up. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Ah, yeah, I have no idea how that process works. That's interesting. But yeah, but I do my own cartoon regularly called The Worried Well, um, which is like an online comic. A lot of rejected New Yorker cartoons just wind up becoming Worried Well. So that kind of works out nicely. Very cool. Yeah, because I was kind of thinking about our main characters in this one Dee Dee Gordon and Bill Chase and Dee Dee is a bit of an artist a quirky artist yeah and it really drives me nuts that they say she's only taking design classes like what does that mean design it could mean anything it can mean industrial it can mean product I mean I'm I'm guessing they meant graphic design here but I don't know. It's like those things that are like tells that, you know, the, the writers didn't really uh, yes. <laughs> do the worker. Exactly. Yeah. So we have Dee Dee Gordon and Bill Chase, who are a couple that we've met in a previous book. And I guess really the thing I think that for me that stuck out about them is that they both seem to have like a wide variety of interests. Yeah. These guys are like super Mr. and Mrs. Extracurricular activities. Yes. Because, yeah, Bill is just surfing, swimming. Mm-hmm acting um, yeah he's a civil war buff too so 
He's like a jock, a drama kid, and a nerd. All three yeah. in one. Like, yeah, you've never met anybody like this in high school. No. <laughs> yeah. And Dee Dee, too, has a lot of interests. I mean, design, like we mentioned. And yeah. she said sometimes she would love to be a politician someday. Surfing, obviously, because of... Oh, yeah, they met surfing. Yep, yeah. yep. It was like, even golf. Well, <laughs> well. <Right. laughs> So, yeah, these two have these really full lives. And I mm-hmm. think it seems like that's kind of what initially drew them to each other is... Yeah. They shared that. Yeah, they loved how busy one another was. Exactly. But something shifts in Dee Dee, and yeah. she, she just starts to get insecure. And it's brought up the first time when Elizabeth is named to head this talent show committee. Elizabeth goes to Dee Dee and asks if she'll design the sets for the talent show. And, and Dee Dee says, I'll have to ask Bill. Yeah. It's like, okay. Very handmade uh, tale sort of stuff yeah 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 and elizabeth is very um skeeved out by it yeah also i don't know why they needed a set designer but i guess that's a bit later well and it seems like they had a different set for every act yeah which is insane for talent show like it's supposed to be like a curtain in the back and yes it it seemed (laughs) but that's like a major plot point too like they had to have that's true yes the set was a very important plot point and (laughs) yeah so this shift in dd the shift seems to come when, to her, it seems Bill isn't doing things that he used to do. Um, yeah. Like, wait for her after school, or sometimes he forgets to call her back, or he does things without telling her. So, Dee Dee is just scared. I just get this real fear from her in this book, that she's just so afraid to lose bill and she just sees that him being so busy anything that she takes on will just take her away from bill who is already his time is already so full yeah she's in freak out mode basically for most of the book Uh, yes yeah it's it's just a bad headspace to be in totally we kind of figure out where this thought process is coming from so yeah so she senses there's something different that's maybe just part of normal relationships but then her solution to it comes from two different places. The first was from her mom. Yes, her mom had gotten divorced. Right. And her mom was talking to her grandmother and she said, we should have taken more time to spend alone together. We both got too busy. We ran mm-hmm. out of time for each other. And then one thing led to another and the marriage fell apart. And yeah. so... Dee Dee hears that and is like, okay, we need to take more time for each other. Yeah, we need more candlelight dinners and uh, yeah. more- <laughs> date nights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think her mom had started taking classes or something too. So she was kind of doing these extra things. And so right. you take one design class and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> the, the no more is- relationship for you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, okay. And then let's talk about this design class. Yeah. So, yeah Didi's taking this design class, this vague design class at the Civic Center. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. her teacher is this woman that she is a fan of. And one afternoon after class, her teacher asked her out to coffee for some like one-on-one time and Dee Dee felt so happy to be singled out. And, and then her teacher dumps this load on her about her divorce. And this felt inappropriate to me. I don't know. What did you think about this? Yeah. I mean, especially, I guess it depends on the student teacher relationship. I wouldn't say this should Mm. never, ever happen, but in this case, yeah, you know, they, maybe it was like maybe more appropriate after like your 
fourth coffee date, you know, <laughs> when you really established that the student is cool and can handle it. But yeah, first coffee date, you know, yes. you, you have a 16 year old as your confidant. And yes, the, the teacher said that um, he had already remarried a quiet, plain young woman with no career, someone unthreatening, <laughs> someone who would always be around for him, not like Susan, whose career had always come first. I was like, and Didi's like, just like my mother, she went back to school and got a job. And the next thing I knew, my father was walking out the door forever. So <laughs> it's, this whole thing is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little, it, it's a bit, you're laying it on a little thick. I think it was just the perfect storm. It was the wrong right. time, wrong place. Didi was already in this insecurity about her, the relationship shifting. And then she gets yeah. these two things that support yeah. her. <laughs> Support her, yes, yeah, so support her thesis. Then she's, she's like, this is the solution. This is what I need to do. Just be the plain, uncomplicated girl. You know, to be fair, I do remember in high school kind of thinking, you know, like I would ex- take something very small and kind of extract it as like a lesson for like, oh, well, this must be how real life is. Because, you know, mm. like somebody would say something and I would think like, whoa, your personality is set for forever. Y- y- you know, like I didn't kind of understand yet that things change and that, things are complicated. So I can sympathize. You know, she, she took like this one really lesson that shouldn't have been a lesson from her teacher. Yes. But yeah. Very irresponsible teacher. Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you know about relationships when you're 16? It's like a blank slate. And then you hear these two things from these two women who are important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No wonder it sunk in. One thing I, that did stand out to me in this book is well, we do have our first person of color in this book, which I was very excited about with Patty. I was like, whoa. I wasn't sure if she was the first, but yeah, I, I, in all the books I've read, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there was, yeah. She's the first. <laughs> whoa. Oh man, breaking barriers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But there is a lot of broken families in Sweet Valley. Yeah, and a lot of dead girlfriends too. Yes, dead girlfriends, broken families. So, you know, I guess... At least the book gives examples of imperfect families. I mean, the Wakefields are an example of kind of this perfect nuclear family, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you take the diversity where you can. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. So, Dee Dee thinks that is the solution. She needs to kind of be more devoted to Bill and just free up the time. Yeah, exactly. If she clears her schedule for him, everything will be fine and mm-hmm. still... Yeah. Like it was before. I get, I don't know how long before lasted. It sounds like they had a nice honeymoon period and then. Yeah. Time in this book in this series is always weird. It's like, is this, <laughs> right. I, so I don't even try to, to understand. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah. yeah, they probably had their honeymoon period and now they're kind of settling into this more just standard relationship thing that I think happens after you kind of get through that period and yeah totally yeah and I think she just probably just doesn't have the experience to know that that's part of relationships and she just interprets it as something is wrong here yeah yeah exactly yeah and oh gosh she's just trying so hard I just I can feel the strain that she is just trying to control everything yeah because he's really he's starting to struggle too bill yeah bill feels like anything he does is never enough he said he couldn't bear the pressure she was putting on him 
Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to see her happy again, involved in things that mattered to her, things he thought uneasily other than me. Yeah. And they really did make it so that like there was no, Phil really didn't have any flaws. I, I feel like he's one of those Ken doll sort of Sweet Valley characters where he, he is essentially like, there's nothing wrong with, you know, yeah. he's doing everything he should do. It was just kind of even Steven, you know, just kind of going about yeah. his day and like, he's like, what? Something's wrong. I didn't know that. Like, oh, uh, sorry, I forgot to call you. Uh, who knows? You know, right, right, right. <laughs> I, I think they were trying to make him more sympathetic. So he needs a little break. And he he goes to a friend of his, another Dana. We got a Dana yeah, in this yeah. book. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like woo! We got an artist. Yeah, cool, too. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> and, and she right? spells it the same way. So I thought that yeah. was cool. Yeah. So Dana or Dan. I don't know which one Dan, <laughs> Dana or Dana <laughs> prefers. <laughs> But Dana Larson, I'll say Dana, just so we can say, she asked him, and this seems to be purely as friends. Is that yeah. the impression you got? Yeah, that was, no, it seemed like it was, you know, everything above board. She knew that he liked old timey movies, yes. so she invited him. Yeah, there was, uh, where did I highlight it? Bill couldn't believe Dana went to the movies by herself. <laughs> I posted that on Instagram today. I was like, you go to the movies by yourself? She's awesome. And I was like... Yeah. All right, because I go to so many movies by myself. It's great, honestly. I mean, back when he could go to movies. Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, he was very impressed by that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Hitchcock fan, so we have our (laughs) first Hitchcock reference in this book. Talks about the birds, and he was impressed because he never met anyone who could sit through the birds without Yeah, I I highlighted that too, yeah. Petrified. I'm like, I mean, it's scary, but, you know, it's not like The Exorcist or (laughs) Right. Yeah. Actually, I take back what I said about Bill being kind of flawless. Like, yeah, he does have a very limited view of um, what women can uh, <laughs> endure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my uh, God. She likes horror movies and goes to movies by herself. This yeah. is an independent lady over here. Exactly. Yes. This is an innocent thing. She has a boyfriend, too. She mentions, you know, when they leave, she's like, I'm going to go beat my the guy that I'm dating. And, and everything seems fine. But... Jessica Wakefield (laughs) sees them together and she's just, oh boy, she is so happy about this. (laughs) And I mean, this is like, I could just tell this is going to be bad for Dee Dee. I mean, this is her worst nightmare realized. This is everything that she has been imagining. And Jessica does tell her at this talent show meeting. And the thing is that Bill didn't tell her about it. To be fair though, I mean, I don't know, like if your spouse just like went to a movie with somebody else and didn't tell you about it. I mean, even if you have a, like a loving relationship where it's fine, it would be a little weird. Maybe. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's <laughs> weird. I mean, yeah, I think I think so. the fact that he felt he couldn't tell her as well as the fact that he didn't tell her like both of those things are wrong. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I, I totally think she's justified in being like, like, you didn't tell me. But at the same time. I get why he didn't, because she would have had a meltdown. But Mm -hmm. that's a problem, too, you know, that he can't tell her these things and trust that she's going to be okay with it. Exactly. Yes. It's not good. (laughs) Yeah. And Jessica, of course, tells her in like the most, um, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. Here it is. She's like, actually, now that I think of it, I was kind of surprised he wasn't with you since he has so little free time these days. Oh, yeah, yeah, just twisting that knife, yeah, like. (laughs) Turn the knife even more. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, she's a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, it's her worst fear come true. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I think sometimes with these things, there can be a little bit of like a self-fulfilling prophecy with these right. things. Yeah, she confronts Bill and they have a fight in the student lounge, which I don't know what that, we never had a student lounge. I don't know what that is. No, means. Sweet Valley definitely has a lot of facilities that uh, <laughs> got a lot of PTA money. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of extracurriculars. So yeah, they're in the student lounge. Mm-hmm. Dee confronts Bill and I mean, he does. Okay. Bill does say something. He does have some self-awareness where he says, I guess I've had more demands on my time than usual. And maybe I'm not experienced enough to be able to balance all the things I'm doing. So, I mean, Hmm. fair, fair. Yeah, That's a very mature statement, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is too, the trust I think is just gone in this relationship. Yeah. Exactly. She doesn't trust him that he's still interested in her. And then he doesn't trust her that she'll be okay just him being himself, like him doing these things that he likes and being maybe a little bit more busy. And Right. Yeah. It's it's a dead, well, not a dead, but yeah, it's a dying relationship. Oh, it's like, dying. It's a, <laughs> yeah. There's no, none of the good stuff that makes relationships kind of chug along. Is, no. <laughs> is no. there any more? And then she just like collapses on this couch and it's just like, oh gosh, she's just, oh, crushed. Especially now at this point where she's kind of made Bill her whole world. Yeah, it's just, they ever for the grace of God go I when I was like 24. (laughs) You know, it's like one of those books. Absolutely. Uh, It's easy to lose yourself in a relationship. I feel like we've all gone through that kind of stuff. It's brutal. Um, But Elizabeth comes in. And she's like, oh, what's happening? The always, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clever Elizabeth. Oh, one thing Dee Dee says that I could relate to this. She says somehow she had begun seeing herself only in comparison to other people or only as a fulfillment of their wishes or disappointments to them. She had stopped thinking of herself as her own person. All that mattered now was what other people thought of her and how much she was letting them down. Mm. Was like, that was actually probably pretty similar to how I felt in high school. So, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll give the ghostwriters like a, a, you know, a point for accuracy there. Absolutely. I could really relate to that. I definitely yeah. was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Thank goodness you didn't have Facebook, Dee Dee. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Losing no, your mind in a hardcore way. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's already destroying people. I mean, Instagram, you know, you're always comparing yourself to other people. It's bad. Absolutely. It's like without social media, it happens. And now it just, it happens even more. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Dee Dee would not be able to handle it. No, either. oh my gosh. She would be like <laughs> Facebook stalking Bill, like insane. Oh God, yeah, like, <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. Do we, we pass the part where like uh, in the subplot where Elizabeth and Jessica hang out at home alone and, and Jessica like almost destroys the house? Yes, let's do a side a side track. Let's do a little yeah, side yeah, track. Yeah, I, I didn't want to bring that up just because it oh, was- Oh no, yeah. it, it's worthy <laughs> of being brought up. So while this is going on, Ned and Alice Wakefield go out of town. Ned is working on a case that involves right. the illegal importation of goods over the Mexican border, which I was like, whoa, it's <laughs> like a cartel situation. But I was like, oh, yeah, it's probably bad if they ask you to show up in person. <laughs> it's so funny because the last yeah. book that I read, he was doing like a family court case. I'm like, what kind of lawyer are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, practice is very, very broad. Very, <laughs> like, 
That made me laugh. I was like, okay, Ned, that's another one of those like very broad, vague things that they do. He's a lawyer of everything. (laughs) Right. And I'm a lawyer. So my husband is a lawyer and um, for, for, uh, for government employment law. And it's, I don't know, I don't know if you know too many lawyers, but um, in DC, there's like, they're everywhere, but yeah. Uh, um, but if you ever ask a lawyer, like, you know, any legal question at all, they'll always be like, oh, you know, I don't know. That's not my area of expertise. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's always very frustrating. So yes. I'll ask, ask him about something or other that has to do with law. And I'm like, oh, you're a lawyer. You should know this. And he's like, I, I do government employment law. And I don't know about that. So. Yeah. You know about the cartels, the drug cartels. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> anyway, another point that, that these guys did not do their homework. Yeah. So he has to go to Mexico City. And so he. They're going to leave for 10 days and they're going to leave the twins by themselves. Mm. Wakefields are alone in the house. Yep. (laughs) I feel like a lot of cliche home alone things happen in this (laughs) subplot. Yeah, let's see. Okay, now she tries to make some sort of like pizza dish and she doesn't know how a stove works or something. So Mm. she almost lights the house on fire. Oh, and then she like can't. Yeah, and then she can't do laundry, so, like, the basement floods. Classic overloaded laundry machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to say, I overload my laundry machine a lot. So far, you know, knock off wood, it hasn't flooded yet. I, I mean, I, you always see those scenes in movies where, like, the suds are literally just, right. like, pouring out. <laughs> yeah, then that's that's what seemed to happen in this book. And it's like, yeah, that's not how washing machines work, but, oh, well. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Dramatic license, I guess. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. And then you got the classic... Let's throw a party with just a few people. Right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, oh, like Lila's dating a college guy. And, oh, can he bring a, just a few of his college friends? Right. And you know how that's going to go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Great. Yeah. And, yeah, they have a party. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, once again, a lot of cliche things happen. Yeah, like, they break a vase. Vase is broken. <laughs> like a checklist for like cliched party yep. disasters yeah the vase is broken of course it's like your mom's favorite vase um yes they had the th- the scene before the wakefields left where alice is like i left these plans on my desk make sure nothing happens to them and you're like right yeah yeah the checkup's gone you know <laughs> okay <laughs> okay but yeah so they get beer spilled on them and it's just it's just a disaster and the place is trashed and Jessica's miserable. She just feels terrible, and the plans are ruined. And yeah, it was not fun. She learned an important lesson about hosting. She it's, did. Uh, <laughs> she did. Yes, it's not much fun. As no, no. So we'll we'll leave that there with the ruined plans, and okay. we'll we'll go back to because that will come back, and we'll come back to poor Dee Dee, who is crushed beyond crushed, and Elizabeth sees her and is like, oh boy. And I feel like I'm beginning to see that Elizabeth is just as much of a schemer as Jessica. True. She uses her powers for good and not evil. But yeah, she is Bingo. a... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She, yes. Yeah, she likes her little, uh, you know, manipulative plots. <laughs> exactly. So she and Patty, Dee Dee's best friend, is kind of in on this plan too, where <laughs> they think if they give Dee Dee, if she has to like take over something or... They throw her into the pool, and then they see if she drowns or not. And they're pretty sure she's going to swim. Like. Yes. So they kind of come up with the scenario where Liz is going to pretend that she's sick, mm-hmm. and Dee Dee has to take over everything on the talent show. 
the, the worst part of all this is just like Didi not suspecting that something's up. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> and then I was curious because it seemed like as soon as this happened, everything went wrong. And I couldn't right. tell, like the audio system broke. They, they didn't book the theater. I was like, Elizabeth, you didn't book the theater? Like, Yeah, yeah. That seems like something like the first thing she would do. But, right. oh well. but, but yeah. And then, well, then at one point I was like, was this part of the plan? Like, did they purposely sabotage these things? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, maybe they did. Maybe they're like, okay, well... Everything might be going along fine because Elizabeth has her shit together. But just to be on the safe side, let's, you know, springs behind the scenes. Yeah, because it just seemed like everything fell apart instantly. Yep, (laughs) exactly. I did not know putting on a talent show would be that hard, frankly. I I mean... I was like, yeah, you you need a stage and like a microphone and you're good to go, right? Can we talk about the fact that Todd was going to do a stand-up comedy for his his routine at the talent show? I was, that, was, that was like what I was looking forward to the most reading the whole book. I was like, I want to know what his routine is going to be. I am so with you on that. I seriously yeah. was so excited about his stand-up routine. I really yeah. was. Yeah, I really was excited. Because, yeah, I wanted to see what would pass for humor in Sweet exactly. Valley in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, because you knew it was going to, I mean, there was not going to be anything good. But, yeah, I, I feel like there's. Oh, <laughs> I'm so with you on that. I was looking forward to it so much. And we'll go into what really happened, which was sad, but that's hilarious. I know, like, there was just a very diverse variety of performances. There's going to be a magic act where they sawed someone in half. Right, yeah. Magic act. Patty had her, her, uh, what kind of dance was it? I forget. She said it was going to be a modern dance, but that it was West Side Story themed. Because the set was like a West Side Story set. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I was trying to picture that in my head, how that would go down. Like a modern West Side Story themed dance. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. And the set that she made sounded just amazing. I mean, it's... It did, yeah. I mean, way too much effort for a talent show, but, you know, still. Yeah, so... Things are imploding with the talent show yeah. in a major way. And Dee Dee's just, her first reaction is to just flee and go find Elizabeth, who is fake being sick. And, right. and yeah, Jessica's like, she has laryngitis. And then Elizabeth skips school. Like, she's really committed to this. To this yeah, that was plan. impressive. The parents leave and just, they're skipping school. They're having parties. What is happening yeah. over there? What's exactly. happening? So she's so bad though. She says at one point, it's bad enough I'm skipping school. I mean, there you go. There you go. Yeah. But it's for the greater good, Dana. <laughs> it's for the greater good of of Dee Dee Gordon and her self-esteem, which starts to come back a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's solving problems. And I get that. This is a ridiculous example, but it's what mm-hmm. came to mind. I, my bathroom sink was clogged last week. I couldn't figure it out. And finally, I figured it out with like this plunger. And I like, plung- And when I figured it out, there, you get like this rush of oh, solving yeah. something. You're, I was like, ooh. And I felt so, I felt so happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's nothing like confidence. It's a, it's a great feeling. Yes. <laughs> there's a high from that. I, I totally feel that. Absolutely. And, and Dee Dee's feeling that high. Like, yeah. She's solving the problems. And one night at home, she's working on her set and she's into it. And Bill calls and she's like, I'll call him back. And it was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Of course, this all happens within like what, the span of like 12 hours. So it's there, there's a little. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clearly she was. Uh... That's a good point. Once again, yeah. time, time in Sweet Valley is, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. There, there's some weirdness there. 
but still good, you know, good on Dee Dee. Good on her. Mm-hmm. This is the solution for Dee Dee. She's in the zone. She's busy. Mm-hmm. She's out of her head. Yeah, they need this distraction. Elizabeth and Patty really uh, did a mitzvah here. I'm trying to figure out if I like Elizabeth's schemes. Because at the end, Dee finds out and Elizabeth's like, I'm sorry, I tricked you. And, and Dee Dee's like, no, no, it's fine. The ends justified the means. Like, you, Machiavelli and sort of, I don't know, that was weird. <laughs> no, I, I know. I agree. I don't know if I like these schemes i guess in real life this would have been like horrible in books it's fine that's <laughs> you know, true sort of thing. like i didn't mind it in like the, the context of sweet valley but like in i guess in real life i would be kind of pissed if i was uh right by my friends i know i just i'm so gullible when when people <laughs> like trick me no matter what i always feel a little bit like silly it's like oh i fell for that silly yeah joke. yeah that's, that's not a great feeling either so i kind yeah. of would cancel out the, the good feelings maybe yeah know. But Dee Dee doesn't seem to mind. <laughs> yeah. Also, but it is really weird that like she quotes Machiavelli and, you know, says that. Yeah. I, I feel like that was a, just not the right. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking this. No, I mean, no, it's whatever. You can't overthink Sweet Valley. Not on this podcast. Yeah. So now Bill's all like interested again. He's like, oh, look at Dee Dee. She's. She's just yeah. like the old Dee Dee that I used to know. And they have a yeah. moment during the show when. I think she rejects him. So that's really cool. Yes. She says something like, maybe, but I need to take it slow. Are you right. okay, okay with that? You know, which I think, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. She she has a nice uh, character arc and, you know, becomes the uh, the cool one in the relationship again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she just gets back to herself. She gets back to right. Dee Dee, you know, and. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it sounds like she learned a ton. <laughs> Yes, in the span of like 48 hours. Really? She really did. (laughs) I'm on Seed Valley. But yeah, no, she she learned a valuable lesson about love and not taking what um, well-meaning teachers say too uh too seriously yeah and i think she and she does go back to her mom i think at one point and and kind of ask her about it and oh yeah yeah and her mom says like oh i was gonna you know our relationship was was not working anyway and there was something i could have done which makes her feel better yes and and then she says and i'm so glad i had this class that i was taking or i'm happy i had this interest Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so we learned that extracurricular activities are still good when you're a grown-up. Yes, to have your <laughs> own thing. So Dee Dee's feeling good. And so, yeah, let's go back to the ruined plans, which, man, I have, oh, some yeah. I have questions for you about this. Sure, <laughs> I'll do my best. As an artist. Okay. Yeah. So what are you envisioning these plans look like? I mean, they're like yay big, you know, well, you can't see on the Zoom, but you know, they're they're like these huge desk size plans, you know, the blue drafting paper with like the blue lines on them, that sort of thing. Got it. And so that's what I'm seeing in my head. Yeah. So there's beer on the plans. And then mm-hmm. Elizabeth is like, well, maybe Dee Dee can help. She's an artist. And so, yeah. so Dee Dee comes over and how did you interpret how Dee Dee solved this problem? Yeah, I guessing she just like traced it really well I think is the that that's all I can come up with yeah like a better tracer than Elizabeth or Jessica would have been which makes sense like she would you know kind of understand what an architectural plan would look like just seems like it's a lot of things to copy I feel like Alice would maybe she wouldn't notice I don't yeah, because Dee Dee's that good. Maybe she would have been able to. She can recreate these architectural plans that have, they've been working on for a very long time, apparently. In her... <laughs> She's just a really good forger, I guess, is, is Dee Dee's deal. Yeah. Is this realistic? 
How I forget how long it took her to do it. Wasn't it like an hour? It was not very long. Because at yeah. some point they're doing it and then they get a phone call because the parents are like, we decided to come home early. We're at the airport. We'll be home in like an hour. I was like, oh. yeah, yeah. It was okay. The next 30 minutes were tense as Elizabeth and Jessica could remember. Dee Dee worked in perfect silence in the study, retracing the plans onto the drafting paper she found in Mrs. Wakefield's flat file. Okay. It's very impressive. <laughs> That is, yeah. I mean, I don't think I could do that in 30 minutes, frankly. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I mean, good on her if Alice doesn't Mm -hmm. notice that anything is wrong. I mean, that's... So, Dee Dee's just, she's riding high. She is solving problems left and right right now. (laughs) Yep. She's Mrs. Confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So, she ends the book on on a good note. And that's kind of how it ends, right? (laughs) Except for the talent show. Oh, no. Yeah. And we get to hear... Todd's a, well, the stand-up that never was. (laughs) Yes. So the whole, the whole book Todd is just off. Something's up with Todd. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We forgot about that. Yeah. Todd is like saying weird things to Elizabeth and. He's very melancholy. He's just. Weird. Yeah. Honestly, I thought it was the bigger reveal is that he's going to have cancer or something. (laughs) I mean, that Um, would not be that. Yeah. That tracks. It's like we've had had some cancer before or like a a parent who's dying. That's another one. I feel like that happens a lot in Sweet Valley or someone has an illness and. So yeah, so it's like the talent show and everything is happening and Todd decides to change his act at the last minute. And reads her, what, what poem does he read? It's like, a, it's a real poem. Is it a real poem? I'm sure. Remember by Christina Rossetti. Yeah. And uh, it's a pretty dour poem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's a sort of poem you would read if you were dying. And <laughs> it's, it's not a poem that's like, uh, oops, I'm moving to Vermont. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this was pre-Facebook. So a move is like different than it is now. Yes, um, that's true. So. I mean, I remember thinking in high school or just being young and being like a move would be like the worst thing that would ever have happened to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, Todd reads this poem and it's just his tears are shining in his eyes and... Oh. Yeah, and it's just, it's a sad poem. It's just, remember me when no more, day by day. Yeah, the audience is stunned because they were expecting some, you know, a nice tight 10 from Todd. Yes. <laughs> Jokes, and then they get this, like, <laughs> sappy-ass poem, and then they feel like <laughs> they're just all confused. <laughs> yeah, that he confesses. The classic, yeah. father's transferred. <laughs> what does his da- dad do? Do we know? I don't think we know. I don't, I know, I wish I knew. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think businesses have like, you know, offices in both Vermont and Sweet Valley. Yeah. Yeah. He's moving to Vermont, East Coast. And they're moving in a week. Well, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) Whoa. That is fast. I mean, that's how we leave it. That's our cliffhanger. Uh The next book is called Say Goodbye. (laughs) I gotta say, I've I've heard better cliffhangers than that. I mean, you know. I mean, that's sad for Elizabeth, but it's not like, you know, ooh, what's going to happen next? It's not like the one where she got kidnapped and got thrown yeah. into the van at the end of the one. Yeah, no, that's a cliffhanger. Whoa, this is what my... happened? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, is Todd gone? I mean, I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah. I, I'm uh, sure he's going to come back some way, somehow. I guess. I, I'm, I'm like not mad that he's gone. I feel like Elizabeth needs to like broaden her horizons a little bit. Just... Yeah, Todd's kind of boring. He is I boring. I, I, like I just... the most interesting thing was that he was going to do stand up and he didn't even do that. <laughs> so true anyway so yeah that's the book what's the lesson that you can take away from this Dana so I mean I think the obvious one is you know don't lose yourself to another person or relationship Mm -hmm. obviously don't don't be a deity yeah Um, 
I think the the other lesson, and I guess this is just like universal sweet valley lesson is um whatever jessica does do the opposite perfect yeah so (laughs) great lesson yeah it's a great rule for life yeah yeah exactly yeah (laughs) if she's doing something that's a sign you should probably not do that thing (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah no i feel like the lesson was pretty clear in this i feel like it was so spelled out and Dee had this kind of self-awareness journey and i don't yeah. know i just i was really impressed by her introspection about herself yeah yeah and i guess the lesson that i liked i'm gonna use another quote she says um i had some misconceptions about the way a relationship should work the way i saw it love is threatened by individual achievement that is the achievements i had I saw these people around me, my mother, the teacher at my art course, going through painful divorces, and I was so happy to be with Bill, I didn't want to lose him. So instead, I guess I kind of lost myself. It's like, oh. And so it's like that kind of thing where it's like, if you're in a relationship, whether it's a long one or or one that's just started, it's exciting, and you have that tendency to want to just be like, pour all of yourself into it. And I kind of always have to remind myself, keep doing the stuff that makes you you. You got to keep doing that because that's the sustainable stuff. You know, that's what's going to keep you centered, make you a better partner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the most important relationship is with yourself. Is 100%. Sure. 100%. But I think Dee Dee is going to be hopefully okay. I think, I think Dee Dee, yeah, she, she got a nice uh, kick in the pants from Elizabeth Wakefield. So and she's going to go back to her design <laughs> class, I think, the vague design class. So, yeah. And she might even have a nice, healthy relationship with her uh, oversharing teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh dana thank you so much for coming on the podcast oh, yeah. yeah thanks for having me where can people find you and find your work oh uh so instagram's probably the easiest uh dana jerry mayer uh is my handle and uh yeah Perfect. Well, (laughs) very cool. I love it. Please subscribe to the Lessons from Sweet Valley (laughs) podcast on iTunes and leave us a rating or review. This helps other people out there find the podcast. Also, please like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram to get updates and more information about episodes when they are released. Thanks again and see you for book 23. Say goodbye. Goodbye.